Welcome to Tabernacle of Praise, Church of God in Christ, where we believe in encouraging, empowering, and equipping people to live victoriously through Jesus Christ. Join us now as we enter into our worship experience. We pray that this service will be a blessing to you and your life. Would you help me to celebrate the music ministry of Tabernacle of Praise Church? Come on. Hallelujah. Glory to God. Let's praise the Lord for them truly. The Lord is using them to set the atmosphere. Amen. To help get us into the mood of worship and praise and magnifying the name of the Lord. Uh, hallelujah. To move us. Hallelujah, from being spectators to participators. Hallelujah, we praise God for it. I praise the Lord for it. Hallelujah, 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 hallelujah. Would you just help me to say flowing from my heart are the Come on, you you don't we don't even need the praise team now. Flowing from Hallelujah. Don't you love him on today? Hallelujah. When I look back over my life and I think things over, hallelujah, I have the testimony that God has been good to me. something in the atmosphere hallelujah it's different when the people of the Lord begin to worship hallelujah hallelujah I told you the devil was in trouble he can't handle this kind of atmosphere Hallelujah. 
Hallelujah. Just let me say this since I'm out here. Hallelujah. Many, many years ago, Lucifer, the devil, he got kicked out of heaven. He was the lead praise angel. He had a voice that was like an orchestra, but he got fired. And mother, I applied for the job <laughs> of that vacancy. And I need to let somebody know today, I got the job. <laughs> Hallelujah. And nobody is going to praise the Lord more than I do. Because when I think of his goodness and all that he has done, I know when I think about it, I'm leaving some stuff out. Not only did I cannot tell it all, I can't remember all of it. He's been just that good. And I would often hear some of the saints say around here, who wouldn't serve a God like this? Hallelujah. Praise the Lord. See, see, it's right here where yokes can be destroyed, where burdens can be lifted, where faith is released. And, and I want to accentuate where faith is released. Exalted. He is our refuge and our strength, a very present help when I'm in trouble. Hallelujah! Hallelujah! Glory. 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 Hallelujah. Hallelujah. 
Yes, Lord. Hallelujah. Your glory. Fill this house, Lord. In the name of Jesus. Yes, Lord. Yes, Lord. Yes, Lord. Yes, Lord. to get my assignment done but we're coming back to this hallelujah because I believe that two or three more people need to be able to join in to the party and I don't want them to feel left out and so God has ha, has devised the plan it's called preaching it's foolishness to most folks but to them that need something from God hallelujah he is he, he has created this opportunity, hallelujah, so that he can bring those that, hallelujah, are not qu quite used to this kind of party. Make them feel welcomed. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Come on, put your hands together for the Lord. Would you just turn to somebody and tell them the Lord is is in love with you that he is deliriously hopefully uncontrollably hallelujah enamored hallelujah with you in spite of everything that he knows Hallelujah. God is not going to leave you out. L let me direct your attention to the word of the Lord. There's a passage that has captured my attention. And I've been around doing this for a little while now, but it's, it's something amazing about the word of the Lord that you can discover something differently there's a you know there's a revision an addendum whatever you want to call it every time you read the word of the Lord and so I invite you to go along with me to the eighth chapter of the book of St. Matthew there's a whole host of situations in the eighth chapter and the, the ninth chapter of which I will reference but I, 
but there's an overarching theme here and somebody needs to know this okay because what we should be doing right now is continuing this praise and worship experience but God is so concerned about whoever it is in here that he wants to put this on pause hit the pause button on this talk to you about this miracle hallelujah and then bring you back off a of pause and hit resume so we can finish what he started in the eighth chapter of the book of Saint Matthew there's one story in particular that I want to focus in on but I want to begin my reading at verse 1 and please bear with me as I uh, terminate my reading at verse 13 Matthew chapter 8 verse 1 when he was come down from the mountain and the reason I start here the Bible says great multitudes followed him and behold there was a leper or there came a leper and worshiped him saying Lord if thou wilt thou canst make me clean now I, I gotta stop right here because there's somebody in here that doesn't understand the dynamics of verse 1 a leper came no a multitude followed and a leper came something is wrong elder with that picture if you know anything about leprosy let me con continue and Jesus put forth his hand and touched him saying I will be thou clean and immediately his leprosy was cleansed and Jesus said unto him see thou tell no man but go thy way and show thyself to the priest and offer the gift that Moses commanded for a testimony unto them and when Jesus was entered into Capernaum there came unto him a centurion beseeching him and saying Lord my servant lieth at home sick of the palsy grievously tormented and Jesus said unto him I will come and heal him the centurion answered and said Lord I am not worthy that thou shouldest come under my roof I am not worthy that thou shouldest come under my roof but speak the word only and my servant shall be healed for I am a man under authority having soldiers under me and I say to this man go and he goeth and to another come and he cometh and to my servant do this and he doeth it when Jesus heard it he marveled and said unto them that followed verily I say unto you I have not found so great faith no not in Israel and I say unto you 
that many shall come from the east and the west and shall sit down with Abraham and Isaac and Jacob in the kingdom of heaven. But the children of the kingdom shall be cast into outer darkness. There shall be weeping and gnashing of teeth. And Jesus said unto the centurion, Go thy way, as thou hast believed, so it be unto thee. And his servant was healed in that self same hour. The word of the Lord is blessed. Just before we pray, would you turn to somebody that you believe will hear you and say to them what my speech is all about today? And tell them there is no limit when my faith meets with his presence. There is a collision that needs to take place. And I praise God for his presence today because all we need now is just a collision between our faith and his presence. Would you bow your heads with me, precious Father, in the name of Jesus. Lord, we come with thanksgiving in our hearts. God, we are humbled excited about the presence of the Lord being in this place God and while we are excited about this we realize and know that there is somebody else that you are still concerned about God that you want to be there to turn their mourning into dancing hallelujah their, their grief into joy their unbelief into faith in the name of Jesus. And God, while you have captured our attention, while you have us in one place, hallelujah, it's apparent that we are on one accord on today. Have your way, God, in the name of Jesus. Show yourself strong. Hallelujah, the praises of the Lord, the worship, hallelujah, has caused the devil to put his weapons down and be at bay. Take control, take authority now. Take advantage of this moment, oh God, in the name of Jesus. Hallelujah, glory to God. Hallelujah, to give us joy for mourning, beauty for ashes, the garment of praise for the spirit of heaviness. Lift the burden in the name of Jesus. Transform us by the renewing of our mind. Bless us, God, and we'll bless you back. Let the world know what a great God you are. In Jesus' name we pray. We say thank you, Lord. Oh, God, somebody that's excited, give the Lord a praise on the way to your seat. Hallelujah. I feel like dancing already. Thank you, Lord. When... We consider this passage, and I certainly appreciate our online audience uh, on this morning, and I just trust that uh, you'll be benefited. Um, hopefully, uh, there'll be such an excitement here that you'll be somewhat envious and some way, somehow, uh, take advantage of the opportunity of physically fellowshipping with the saints. Yeah. 
let me just say that, that's out of the way. But when we consider this passage of scripture, we find that Jesus is uh, particularly attracted uh, and his attention gets arrested uh, when it comes in contact with faith. And that faith that is demonstrated by the person or the persons that are making a request of him. And the theme of, of the healing, the delivering power of Jesus Christ, and the employing of, of faith occurs time and time again as we would if we had taken the opportunity to continue to journey through the 8th chapter and the ninth chapter of St. Matthew. There are striking similarities of the boldness, the persistence, the tenacity of, of, of faith being demonstrated by these individuals, especially by those who seem to be faced with uh, tremendous odds being against them. In some instances, it appears that the deck is stacked against some of these people. And what makes this passage of scripture, while uplifting, also very indicting, is verse 12. Because Jesus states that the children of the kingdom shall be cast out, whereas it might be possible that those that don't spend as much time in church seem to be the ones who are able to receive the blessings of God because of the intensity of the way that they approach him. I'm not sure you heard what I said. So let me say this again for the benefit. Sometimes the saints become so cavalier when they approach God and become somewhat discouraged because you don't see uh, being realized what you request from the Lord. And God is saying sometimes it has to deal with the intensity of our faith. And if we were to continue to journey through these two chapters, we would see intensity on display. And God is particular about how we come to him and the passion with which we come to him if in fact we really want something from God. So he says those that think they got it all together, the elitist, be well, you may end up being cast into outer darkness. And somebody that didn't even know God, hallelujah, that employed faith may take your place. I just thought I'd put that in there. And perhaps it has something to do with our own piety and our ability to become so familiar with God that after we have been in the church of a while, we don't come in with the same level. Of intensity we don't come in hallelujah like we really need something from the Lord we become experts at ceremonial types of religion 
And there are those times when we have the ability to portray that we are uh, uh, a type of people. And, and I understand it, but I believe that God certainly, it was in it this morning, glory to God, because we have somewhat perfected how to have church. And I'm not knocking having good church because I like to be in good church services. But it is possible to come and have a singing and a dancing, hallelujah, glory, uh, glorious good time and miss the opportunity to minister to the needs of the people. Sometimes we forget that there are people who come into the house of the Lord who are new to the church. They're just getting saved. Or those that aren't familiar with the way that we worship. Okay? They come in at first thinking, these people have lost their minds. <laughs> They're running around the church. They're falling out in the floor. They're speaking in tongues. They're swinging from the chandeliers. That's why we don't have any. And there is a tendency for these sometimes to feel out of place because many times we fail to make them feel welcomed. And even though they sense that uh, they are outsiders because uh, 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 they're not made necessarily to feel welcome, that they have the ability also to ignore our being pretentious because we can be pretentious in order to be in an atmosphere where they can receive what they seriously believe that God has sent them to tabernacle of praise for. And so it begs the rest of us to be careful not to allow ourselves to become narcissistic in our approach to, to serving the Lord uh, that we might forget uh, that if it had not been for the grace of God there go I. And we can't afford to get, forget where God has, has brought us from. And it becomes our responsibility to help usher in the presence of God so it makes it easier for the rest of the people to come in. One may think that because uh, I put my time in that I should have seniority, that I should be afforded some preferential treatment by God Please take note that it is uh, only intensity, it is only drive, it is only passion that God responds to. We have to be willing to seek God always. Hebrews eleven six says, but without faith, it is impossible to please the Lord. For he that cometh to God must first believe that he is and that he is a rewarder to them that diligently seek him. We need to be examples of this. God responds to those that are hungry. Matthew 5, 6 says, Blessed are they that who hunger and thirst after righteousness for they shall be filled. And if we were to continue reading in the 8th and the ninth chapter of Matthew, we would find uh, how the disciples cried out to Jesus. 
when they were sailing and there was great tempest upon the sea. Uh, hallelujah. The, the, the nature of the circumstance caused them uh, to become intense uh, in their crying out. Uh, there was a man that was brought to Jesus that was sick with palsy. Uh, hallelujah. Because of the intensity of the need that he had, uh, he, 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 he broke some rules. There's this father, if you keep reading, of a dead girl. Glory to God, a woman who had an issue of blood. Most of us know that story, that she crawled her way through the crowd as a result of the intensity, hallelujah, that, uh, that, that was presented as a result of her need. There was a blind man who Jesus touched and gave sight to. And the one only thing that these people had in common is the need... To get into the presence of Jesus. Would you help me to tell somebody, hallelujah, that I need to be in the presence of Jesus Christ. Hallelujah. I praise God that I'm in your presence. But if he doesn't show up, hallelujah, there's nothing that you can do for me. And I would venture to say that part of the reason that we are here this morning is that we have felt a need to be in the presence of the Lord. And we believe that his presence would be made manifest by our coming together and collectively ushering in the presence of God. Regularly, our coming into the house of the Lord has a way of benefiting each and every one of us that come. I am benefited. I am blessed, uh, my God, and benefited by what you bring into the house of the Lord. And I'm hopeful that you are benefited by what I bring into the house of the Lord. And when you bring your stuff and I bring my stuff uh, and we come together, uh, hallelujah, that's what fellowship uh, is all about. Sharing what you have received, uh, hallelujah, me sharing what I have received, uh, glory to God, and sharing our gifts in the presence of God. As we look back at the text, it becomes apparent to me that this man didn't care uh, of what anybody thought uh, as to why he being a leper would come into the multitude of people to see Jesus and uh, he should have been somewhere on the outskirts of town crying unclean <laughs> unclean uh, unclean but he saw an opportunity to have Jesus meet his need and the, the nature of uh, his situation became so grave uh, that he was willing to break some of the rules uh, in order to get into the presence and sometimes you got to be willing, hallelujah, not to care what anybody thinks about you, how anybody perceives you, hallelujah. They, they may know your history, they may not know your history. It just doesn't matter when you have a need and only Jesus can fill it. It doesn't matter what people think. It doesn't matter what they say. 
Hallelujah. Glory to God. I need something from the Lord. And so I'm going in. Hallelujah. It's clear to me that he didn't care about being ostracized. He didn't care about the possibility of being thrown in jail or even stoned to death. For whatever reason, he doesn't concern himself with the people's opinion of him. Okay? Or take note for the most part what his condition might be. See, I have found out that whenever your condition goes public, and you come into a group of people, there are always going to be mixed emotions. There's always going to be somebody that has a different of opinion. There are always going to be contrary ways of thinking. I'm trying to help somebody right in here. Hallelujah. During those times, uh, your faith has to press its way. Hallelujah. Glory to God. Past the naivety and the faithlessness of other people. You have to press your way beyond those that would oppose you. Uh, hallelujah. By reason of envy, you have to press your way uh, past those who don't think uh, that you are worthy or have the right uh, to come into the house of the Lord. Uh, they think they know too much about you. Uh, you aren't spiritual enough to receive what you are asking God for. You have to get to the point to where none of these things matter at all. Where you are resolved to the fact that it doesn't matter whether you like me or not. And I just want to help everybody. It doesn't matter, hallelujah, how people come in here dressed. What kind of car they drove to church in or whether they had a, took an Uber or rode the bus. All that matters is when I leave here, glory to God, hallelujah, I want to know that I've received the blessing of the Lord. I want to know that I've been delivered and set free. I want to know that a miracle that I needed from the Lord, I've received it. Because I believe anything can happen in here. All we have to do is get in his presence. Who's to say what the will of God is? It's not my job, hallelujah, to know what the will of God is for you. Hallelujah. Glory to God. Any way you bless me, I'll be satisfied. Because there's power that's released when, when my faith converges uh, with God's grace. Uh, hallelujah. As I stand in his presence. It's in his presence uh, that God, uh, hallelujah, it's the presence of God that my prayer is answered. Uh, it's in his presence, uh, hallelujah, that my joy is restored. Uh, it's in his presence uh, that, that my health is recovered. Uh, it's in his presence, uh, hallelujah, that the need that I have brought to him. Hallelujah. Glory to God. And believing that he is going to do it. It's at that point that John, 1 John 5, hallelujah, 14 and 15 kicks in. Where it says, and this is the confidence that we have in him. 
This is the confidence that I have in him. Glory to God. That if we ask anything, if we ask anything, according to his will, he heareth us. And if we know that he hears us, then we, whatever we ask, we know that we have the petition that we desire of him. Which says to me that I don't have to leave here the same way that I came. It says to me that I can leave here more spiritual. Hallelujah. It says that I can leave here with a deeper commitment to God. Hallelujah. It means that I can leave here stronger. Hallelujah. Having connected with Almighty God, that my primary purpose is not to get dressed up, come into the house of the Lord, meet up with you or me and with a couple of folk. Glory to God. To pray a prayer, to sing a song, to give some money, listen to the preacher, and then go home I came that God might make a deposit down into my spirit man that wasn't there before I got here so that when I leave here I leave here not just having heard the song hallelujah and the songs bless my heart on today hallelujah but having the spirit of the song hallelujah not just hearing the prayer prayed but somehow gaining the spirit of the prayer not just hearing the word of God preached but allowing the word of God to transform my life by the renewing of my mind. It's in his presence that I'm being changed. It's in his presence that I'm becoming stronger because I've been in his presence. Now I can tell the enemy. I'm not falling for your foolishness. And so the blessing occurs when, when by faith, our need is brought to Jesus. And I have discovered that it is difficult to serve God intensely. Him, but by the same token, you realize over here on this side, there's still some gaps. There's still some stuff that you wish God would take away. It doesn't do it for you. There is no way that you're going to come out of this particular situation victoriously. Talking to right in the middle of you feeling like I can't go any farther. When you are feeling like. So rather than the situation becoming a place where you give up, it becomes a catalyst for your faith to be intensified. So rather than it be and miracles of freedom found in chapter 9. And faith is the key ingredient in each one of these stories. And it shows us that uh, it doesn't matter who you are. I'm trying to help someone right in here. 
It doesn't matter who you are. It, it doesn't matter your station in life. It doesn't matter what the condition is uh, that the miracle of faith uh, intersecting with the presence of Jesus Christ has the ability to cover the breadth and the spectrum of all of those that would ask. And your situation doesn't matter to God. And I know this can become kind of hard to wrap your mind around, but when I began to read this passage and we begin to read chapter 9 and read all through those examples, one, the, the centurion soldier says to the Lord, I need you to heal my servant. He said, I'm coming to your house. He said, no, you're not. I'm not worthy for you to come under my roof. That says something to me. That says God doesn't care whether you're right here close up, whether you're a holy roller, or whether people consider you to be an outcast. If you can employ faith and do it in the presence of God, that's the stuff that moves God. The miracle of faith intersecting with the presence of Jesus Christ. Hallelujah. Uh, 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 and, and the Lord makes reference all the way from the children of the kingdom. All the way to the ones who are the furthest ones away. To the lepers. To the Gentiles. To the women. I even read there. The cowards, all the way to the demon possessed. And what this says is all that I need in order to get what I need from the Lord when the enemy is attacking me is the demonstration of faith in the presence of Almighty God. To be able, in spite of every discouragement that has come along in my life, hallelujah, every disappointment that you've experienced, every setback, I don't care. You may have to be like Job that says, though you slay me, yet will I trust you. I, I heard it said by a certain writer that actually gave many of these examples of faith grades. And uh, he said that the leper's faith was personal. He spoke with confidence because uh, uh, he understood who he was talking to, but at the same time, he demonstrated humility. He came with confidence. Apparently, he had read his Bible that he could come before the Lord boldly to obtain mercy and find grace to help in the time of need. But by the same token, he, was, he realized he wasn't really worthy to be in his presence. He had broken rules in order to get there. And so he also implied, employed uh, humility. He says, Lord, if you will, if you want to, I know you got the power. And since I've broken all the rules to get here, if you will, 
you can make me clean. And so the leper got an A. The centurion soldier's faith was excellent, but his circumstance wasn't as severe as the leper because he had no personal pain involved in it. He came on behalf of his servant. And so he got a B for a grade. If you keep on reading, you read where Jesus went into Peter's mother-in-law's house who had a fever. And she may not have been able to employ any kind of faith because she had a fever. And so we don't know if faith was employed or faith wasn't employed. And there was no way to tell. And so she gets a C. The disciples' faith was below average at best. And this is where we have to be careful. Because the first thing that Jesus says to them in verse 26, you can read it when you get home. He says, why are you fearful? O ye of little faith. And so immediately they get a D. And they get a D because out of all the other people, they were the ones that had witnessed the miracle working power of Jesus Christ. So the Martha, they were there when Jesus fed 5,000 men uh, with, with two fish uh, and, and, and five barley loaves. They were there. Uh, glory to God. Uh, hallelujah. On the boat when he came walking uh, on the water. They were there when he was in the boat uh, and there was a tempestuous sea uh, and they woke him up uh, and said, Carest thou not uh, that we perish? And he saw them, they saw him turn a boisterous sea into a whisper. They were present when Jesus raised Lazarus from the dead. And even though Jesus in these instances praises faith, measures faith, rebukes low levels of faith, and at times, at times was silent in the face of his critics. I'm getting ready to close, but one of the things that excites me about this whole thing is it didn't matter where they were, what level of faith that they had, what their position in life was, whether they were believers or unbelievers. <laughs> Jesus never walked away from faith. I don't care how much of it you have, how little of it you have. Jesus never walks away from faith. Without faith, it's impossible to please him. The scripture says if you have faith the size of a grain of a mustard seed, you could say to yonder mountain, be cast into the midst of the sea. And it shall be done. 
What are you trying to say? Hallelujah. Glory to God. Whatever you need from God, don't allow your position, hallelujah, to hinder you from coming to the presence of the Lord. Because all God is looking for is faith. Faith, faith, faith. Just a little bit of faith. You don't need a whole lot. Just use what you got. But bring it into the presence of Almighty God. There is something that's powerful about your faith. No matter how big or how little. When it collides with the presence of God. Hallelujah. Miracles will be released. Healing will be released. Deliverance will be released. Salvation. The word of the Lord intimates to us to not be fearful don't let anything that the devil is trying to say hinder you the enemy wants to keep us preoccupied with where we've been and God is saying I don't care anything about where you've been. I knew where you were before I called you. And what I've got is, is able to bring you into a wealthy place. Our theme for the year and maybe it should be for quite some time that we're crossing over. Okay, It's a new day. It's a new season. I'm forgetting those things which are behind me. One of the reasons why it's easy for me to do that is because that's what Paul said he was doing. I'm not a murderer. He was. And God still used him. My wife brought something to my attention this morning. She was, she was reading. She does her daily reading in, in scripture. And she was reading in, I think, Genesis. Uh, and it's recorded that Abraham was a liar. Isaac was a liar and Jacob was a trickster liar <clears throat> and I find it amazing that we find these guys in the hall of fame of faith because regardless of their condition they had the ability to demonstrate faith in the presence of God And the Lord is saying, I want you to do the same thing. I brought you too far. 
I've done too much for you. I've put too much into you for you to be faithless. And so I'm going to ask you to stand all over the building. I want to pray. I am struggling. Because I had an altar call last week. And I'm, I'm starting to feel comfortable with, with folk coming to the altar because the altar is our friend. is where we lay burdens down. The altar is where we offer up sacrifice. The altar is where uh, we're able to approach God. And so I'm saying to somebody on this morning, you that are viewing by way of our social media platforms, there's a place that you can predetermine to be an altar, I'm going to ask you to come. Those that are in the house, I'm already here. I'm going to ask you if you sense this need. You want your faith to intersect with the presence of God. The presence of the Lord is here. I'm going to ask you to come. Bless the name of the Lord. What you're literally saying by coming is I believe God. I'm going to ask some of our altar workers that don't mind coming and standing alongside these individuals don't necessarily want you to have to do anything but just by reason of being there for them it makes coming easier if you'll just come I'm going to ask you to just slip those hands up right where you are because I need to agree with you. We're believing God for miracles. We put this word in the atmosphere at the very beginning of this service. And we're continuing to put it into the atmosphere. I don't know if it's going to happen instantaneously or if the miracle is going to occur by the way. But we're believing God for a miracle and it's at the intersection of your faith no matter how great or small we are standing in the presence of almighty God that God is here he's here right now hallelujah to do the ex to do exceeding abundantly above all that we can ask if we've got faith enough to ask it, he's got power enough to do it. His presence is here. Spirit of the living God.
Lord, we come before you right now in the name of Jesus. In the name of Jesus, that name that is above every other name. God, we come, we come to you. You said in your word, oh God, that we could cast all of our cares on you because you care for us. You have demonstrated that you care. That while we were yet sinners, you died for the ungodly. And now we stand in your presence. Thanking you, Lord, for what you've done for us. Hallelujah. We, when we look back over our lives and we chronicle everything that you've done. God, we have to give you the glory. We have to give you the honor. It was you, God, that was by our side. God, and if you brought us through that, we're just believing, God, that we can bring this to you as well. Because there is nothing that's too hard for you. You're a great God that does great things hallelujah yes lord if you broke rules and heal the leper break rules and heal me hallelujah 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 increase my faith help me to release my faith right now god Jesus, faith that can conquer anything, faith that'll move mountains, faith that will release blessings, faith that will perform miracles, in the name of Jesus, in the name of Jesus, in the name of Jesus, release in this house. Release it in the name of Jesus. Yes, Lord. Yes, Lord. Yes, Lord. Yes, Lord. Yes, Lord. Yes, Lord. God, I believe. I receive it in the name of Jesus. Yes, Lord. Yes, Lord. Yes, Lord. Loose every feather. Destroy every yoke. Break every chain. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Cast down unbelief in the name of Jesus. Because we're standing. We're standing in your presence. We're standing in your presence. Hallelujah. Just as I am. Without one plea, without one excuse, God, we're here. We're here expecting, God, that you're going to perform your word, what you've done for others. God, we're believing that you're going to do it for us. We proclaim it right now. We speak victory over our own lives. In the name of Jesus, we speak victory. Hallelujah. We speak health. We speak blessing uh, over our own lives. Uh, we speak spiritual fervor. Uh, in the name of Jesus, we speak intensity uh, and passion. In the name of Jesus.
Jesus. In the name of Jesus. Hallelujah. Somebody that, that doesn't mind helping them, praise God. Come on, put your hands together. Open up your mouth. Hallelujah. Let's give God the glory. Let's give God the praise. We stand in awe of God's great power. Yes, Lord. Yes, Lord. Yes, Lord. Yes, yes, yes. Yes, Lord. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Come on. Come on. Let's keep it going. your glory feel this house Lord in the name of Jesus 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 I rebuke fear hallelujah I rebuke unforgiveness in the name of Jesus I speak love I speak power. Hallelujah. I speak a sound mind. In the name of Jesus. In the name of Jesus. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Somebody that has the victory. Come on. Let's praise the Lord once more. Jesus, mighty God, you may have your seats for a moment. We're going to be leaving very shortly.
there's love. Love's in the house. Love's in the Let your glory fill this house. Your glory fill this house. Jesus, you are welcome. Okay, I'm gonna let let you go. I'll just before we dismiss, I want to take the opportunity to open the doors of Tabernacle of Praise Church. If you're looking for a church home, church home, you're saved. Thank you for listening today. If you want to learn more info about our church, visit us on our website at www.topchurchlv.com. We hope this message encouraged you to know you can live victoriously through Jesus Christ. Join us next week for another sermon to uplift your spirit. 